We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door. Tom Schumacher, and Terry Kennedy. And good day, everybody. Welcome and thank you for joining us. You are tuned to The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and where we invite you to awaken to your inner divinity. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. Hi, Terry. Hi. So what road are we heading down today? Well, today's road, Tom, is going to lead us to... Gratitude. Ah, gratitude. Today we're going to be talking about gratitude. And in a way that we think you're going to find both interesting and perhaps just a bit challenging. Yes, you've heard us talk about karma many times, how karma is the direct consequence of our thoughts, words, and deeds. Well, that's right. And balancing our karma is one of the principal keys to unlocking the door of our eventual ascension. The Ascended Masters teach us, that graduating from Earth's schoolroom and ascending back to the heart of God is our life's goal. Well, it is. And there are certain conditions that must be met before we finish our ascension journey, one of which is balancing at least 51% of our karma. Right. And balancing lifetimes of accumulated karma can be a challenge. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is what we must do. you know. And thankfully, we've got tools and teachings that make this process not just doable, but they also make it possible to speed up the process. Of course, we're talking about the violet flame. We, of course, we are. The healing, merciful, transmuting, and transformative violet flame. Well, it's certainly all of that. The violet flame, when applied by utilizing the science of the spoken word, what we know of as decrees, can act like a cosmic eraser for <laughs> wiping out our karmic debt. But <laughs> we have to want this process to, to proceed, and we must find it in ourselves to actually welcome our returning karma. That's right. <laughs> We've made this point before. A portion of our karma returns to us every day for balancing. And when we know this, we can be ready for it and transmute it in relatively short order. Yeah, but here's the proverbial rub. Our returning karma may not be pleasant. It might have, shall we say, a few sharp edges and other unwelcome qualities. Well, <laughs> I think so. That's right. Our daily dose of karma may be delivered by someone we may not feel particularly fond of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've all had that happen. <laughs> we have. Or it may come with conditions, oh, yeah. such as illness or misfortune, that we may find difficult to accept. We really don't know precisely how our karma will reveal itself to us, but we do know this. 
it will come. It will. And as we said just a few moments ago, we must be willing to not just endure our returning karma, but actually welcome it. You know, and we know this is no easy thing, um, but look at it this way. Without your returning karma to balance, you won't be able to reach the minimum requirement of balanced karma to make your ascension. So instead of railing against what may at times seem a harsh fate, mm. try saying thank you to your karma. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's really a gift when you think about it. It is an example of God's mercy that he allows us to balance our karma in a measured fashion and not by giving us more than we can handle. One word of caution, though. Some people who have realized the merciful hand of God in their returning karma <clears throat> and have understood the magnitude of the prize at the end of their path, the ascension, <laughs> have actually asked to receive more than their daily share in order to accelerate their journey. Ooh, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> uh, I know. You know, we understand that their reasoning is to get home to the heart of God even faster, but this could easily backfire. So be careful. The masters caution us not to storm heaven. They understand the strength of our desire, but they also strongly suggest that our desire be tempered with patience. And we're suggesting that gratitude also be a part of the equation. Yep. Say thank you to your karma, even when it may include some unpleasant aspects. And we're certainly not saying that this will be easy. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> uh, I know, especially if we face, if what we face is unwelcome. Yeah. Such as in the case of illness, yeah. seeming accidents or misfortune, or anything else for that matter that has the capacity to upset our peace, our health, happiness, and harmony. You know, no, it's not easy, but the rewards are certainly worth the effort. Not to mention that others will definitely be inspired by our example. And that's always a good reason to make a positive effort. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, when someone sees you making lemonade out of lemons, they're inspired. <laughs> Some have called this the, I like this, Tom, yeah. gratitude attitude. Yep. <laughs> it's something that takes practice, though. Oh, right. It's an attitude and a skill that we need to cultivate. And as someone once said, great performances don't just happen. I know, I know. Well, let's go back for a moment to this idea of things that befall us as being karmic in nature. Mm -hmm. The Ascended Masters teach that what we experience in our lives today, our karma, was actually set in motion by our past actions in this lifetime as well as in previous lifetimes. And that idea in itself can be challenging because it basically means that we are all accountable. No one else is to blame for what we experience. We're not victims of our fate. Rather, we are the creators of our fate. And when we accept this truth, that we have created our reality, then our path is clear. Balance, heal, transmute, ascend. Oh, we make it sound so easy, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know we do. The choice to be grateful is easy enough to understand and appreciate. The act, however, <clears throat> excuse me, the act, however, can be another matter altogether, especially in the heat of battle. Okay, you know, so maybe start small. Begin by being grateful for those little irritations. Those seemingly, those little small things that can upset and unsettle us if we let them. And you know what they are. Someone cuts you off in traffic. Oh yeah. Someone is impatient with you in a supermarket line or just rubs you wrong. You're misunderstood or underappreciated or falsely accused of something you didn't do. Well, guess what? <laughs> These are probably karmic situations that have arrived in your doorstep precisely at that moment for transmutation. That's right. <laughs> and they may not seem particularly dramatic or life-changing challenges, but your response to them can make all the difference in whether or not you have to keep facing these issues. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you brought that up, Terry, because one of the aspects of karma that we have continuously stressed 
is that we must balance every, as the Bible says, jot and tittle of it. That's right. We have literally used the power and energy of God to make karma, and this energy must be transmuted and repolarized before it can return to God. And if we don't take advantage of the opportunities we're given to balance our negative karma, this karma will return to us again and again until we do. So, there's no excuse waiting, and no good reason not to get on with our personal karma balancing. Yeah, and every reason to say thank you for each opportunity to do so. Very circular, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, it is, absolutely. <laughs> you know, our karma is returning to us to deal with daily, whether we accept this reality or not. So it's up to us to fashion the proper response when it comes in order to realize the greatest value from it. And to send it full circle back to God, transmuted, repolarized, and purified. Exactly. You know, so in the process, to garner the greatest gain, we would be wise to accept and embrace each opportunity with gratitude. So don't fight your fate, embrace it. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, one road, the fighting part, leads to pain and disappointment. The other, to joy and victory. And which one would you prefer? Well, obviously the one that gets us to the goal. Well, yeah, exactly. And this goes back to what we have said so many times before. Our ascension is the goal of our very life. When we understand that, then we will naturally want to do whatever is needful to make sure it happens. Like getting on with the balancing of our karma at every opportunity. Yeah, and saying thank you. You know, We've got to take a break here. But please stay with us, because when we return, we will hear an excerpt from a lecture on by Elizabeth Clare Prophet on the positive benefits of cultivating an attitude of gratitude. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. 
And welcome back, everyone. You know, before we took our last break, yes. I wanted to acknowledge the twelve to 15,000 of you who are listening right now to our live show. I know that we tend to deliver the content of our program in a sometimes unconventional manner, but you're the reason that we do this every week. And we can't thank you enough for choosing to be with us and to hear us now. It just makes us smile. It and I think does. it makes the angels smile, too. We are grateful. Anyway, yes, thank you so much. Now, in the following lecture, Elizabeth Clare Provitt speaks of the wisdom and power of gratitude as we forge the pathway of our ascension and make our way home to the heart of God. There is one unfailing law of increase. Whatever is praised and blessed multiplies. Write it down and don't let it be absent from your daily life, another day of your life. Praise God for the joy and beauty of his creation. When you start praising and blessing God for all his gifts, you can spend your whole day doing it. There is no end to what you can say. Count your blessings and they increase. If you are in need of supplies, start in now to praise every small piece of money that comes to you, blessing it as a symbol of God's abundance and love. Don't overlook it. Don't take it for granted. Continually praise and bless the Lord for what you have, and you will see how it will increase. Salute the divinity represented by it. I praise you, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, Saraswati, Lakshmi, Durga, Parvati, the great Kali, I praise you this day for conquering the enemies of fear and doubt and all that assail my church universal and triumphant. I praise you for bringing to me the abundant life wherewith I may multiply God's blessings to all life. And I thank thee, O my God, O my Father, O my Mother, I thank thee for all that is, and I fill all that is not with thy light this day. Bless him and name him infinite and abundant supply. Mighty I am presence and holy Christ self, you are my infinite and abundant supply. You will be surprised how soon that small piece of money will increase to many pieces. Take God into your business. Bless your store. Bless everyone that works for you, each customer that comes in. Know that they represent the divinity called abundance, so bless them as such. If you are working for someone else and want a better job or more pay, start by blessing and being thankful for what you have. To not bless what you have is to curse it. To deny recognition to what God has already given you is to curse it. You put a negative spiral on what you have by not being grateful for it. Bless the work you are doing. Be thankful for every opportunity it gives you to acquire greater skill or ability or to serve others. Bless the money you earn, no matter how little it may be. Be so thankful to God for it that you can give a small thank offering from it to someone in greater need than yourself. 
Suppose the boss does seem unappreciative and hard. Bless him just the same. Be thankful for the opportunity to serve faithfully, no matter how small the immediate reward may seem to be. Give your best, give it cheerfully, gladly, thankfully, and you will be amazed how quickly the increase will come to you. Not necessarily from your immediate boss, but from the big boss overall. <laughs> I remember reading a letter from a woman in the drought belt in which she said that they, unlike most of their neighbors, had an abundant supply of water and excellent crops. When my husband plows a field, she writes, I ask God to bless each furrow. Each seed that goes into the cedar is blessed, and the realization held that it will produce abundantly according to his righteous law. Our neighbors marveled at the abundance of hay that we cut this year. The hay was sold before the third cutting was put up. Each day in the silence, I put the ranch lovingly in the hands of the Father. I ask God to bless everybody that comes in contact with the ranch. Few realize the power of praise and blessing. Praise may be called the great liberator. You remember the story of Paul and Silas. They lay in jail, bound with chains, but they did not despair. They rejoiced and sang hymns of praise, and lo, the very walls were shaken down, and they were set free. Praise always magnifies. When we praise God and then look about us and praise his invisible presence in all that we see, we find that the good is so magnified that much becomes evident that we ordinarily fail to see. Running through all of Jesus Christ's acts as well as his teachings, we find the glowing element of praise. When he looked at five loaves and two small fishes and realized that he had a multitude to feed, his first thought was a thought of praise. And looking up to heaven, he blessed. Go back over the Old Testament and see how often you are adjured to praise the Lord and be thankful that then shall the earth yield her increase. Probably no life chronicled in the scriptures was more beset with trials and dangers than that of King David. And what was his remedy? What brought him through all tribulations to power and riches? Just read the Psalms of David and you will see. The mighty I am presence reigneth. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad. Bless I am that I am, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. If anyone could tell you the shortest, surest way to all happiness and all perfection, wrote William Law, he must tell you to make it a rule to yourself to thank and praise God for everything that happens to you. Everything, everything, everything. The negatives, the positives, the karma, the problems. Because they are your teachers, they are lessons. And if things aren't going right, praise God for letting them go wrong. To remind you that you must decree, you must call forth the light. And that the law is just. And the only favorite son is your holy Christ self. But the soul is not a favored son. The soul must prove the law day by day things would get very much out of skew if we were rewarded for not doing our job. If things went well without our effort, 
We would begin to expect it. We would become spoiled children and we could never merge with the Holy Christ self. When things are going wrong, God is saying to you, that's your job. You have to make them right. You get in there and make them right and take your 10 minutes. Give your fiats to me. Give your praise to me and I'll show you how you can turn your day around. God wants you to become all of himself. Praise God for everything that happens to you. And take it as your responsibility that it is happening and figure out why and what you didn't do or what you did do that wasn't right. We are on a path of initiation. Earth is a schoolroom. We intend to graduate. Let's no longer let things happen to us. Praise God for everything that happens to you. For it is certain that whatever seeming calamity happens to you, if you thank and praise God for it, you turn it into a blessing. That is so important. I think we have all had things happen to us that we couldn't see one single reason why to praise God for its happening. Isn't that right? But it is very important to realize anything coming at you, whether it's Mars or Neptune, whether it's your mother-in-law or your guru, whatever is happening to you is energy coming your way, right? It comes with a force. It comes with energy. Steal it. Take the energy out of the matrix, transmute it, and claim it as your own attainment. Anything coming toward you is a bundle of something. So you're alchemists. So turn it into gold. It's energy. Seize it, transmute it, bless the messenger or the harbinger of that energy and let it accrue to your own causal body of light. Could you therefore work miracles? You could not do more for yourself than by this thankful spirit, for it turns all that it touches into happiness. How then can you increase your supply? How can you get more of riches and happiness in every good thing of life? In the same way as the wise men and the prophets of old, in the same way that Jesus twice fed the multitudes, in the same way that he filled the disciples' nets to overflowing with fish after they had labored all night and caught nothing, by expanding what you have. And the way to expand it is through love, through praise and thanksgiving, through saluting the divinity in it and naming it infinite and abundant supply. In the name I am that I am, I am expanding this day all that I have that is of God. In the name of my Holy Christ self, I expand it through love, through praise, through thanksgiving. Like attracts like. Praise and appreciation bring back greater praise and appreciation to you. If you want health, happiness in your life, if you are seeking riches and success, attune your thoughts to these. 
Bless the circumstances that surround you. Bless and praise those who come in contact with you. Bless even the difficulties you meet, for by blessing them you can change them from discordant conditions to favorable ones. You can speed up their rate of activity to where they will bring you good instead of evil. It is only lack of responsiveness to good that produces the lacks in your life. Good works on the plane of expansion. Good revolves at a high rate of activity. You can key your activity to that same rate by an expectant, confident state of mind. You can bring all your surroundings and circumstances up to that same level by blessing them, praising the good in them, saluting the divinity in them. Don't wait for the day of the full victory over your karma to be happy, to be rejoicing, to give praise and blessing to life. Because if you do, the day of balancing your karma will never come. You need to express gratitude for karma, for the lesson it is teaching you, for the responsibility it is giving you, and for forcing you to sharpen the tools of mind and heart and soul and body so that you can balance it. Praising God and being grateful is the key to the victory of the soul. What this lesson means is that God-gratitude and God-love are indispensable to your soul's fusion with your holy Christ self. This seems like a simple lesson. It seems like, well, we know that. Tell us the mysteries. Tell us the formulas. Tell us the alchemical secrets. But you see, it is the greatest secret of all. It is the greatest secret of all, and it is mirrored in the beauty that surrounds us everywhere. Oh, boy, this wasn't radio. We'd sit down and meditate for 10 minutes on oh, that. At least. What a sweet message. Oh, my. Well, up next, our weekly Q&A. And today, once again, we are joined by Dr. Narrowly Duffy. Please stay with us. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. 
For more information, visit www.tsl.org. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Yes, and we are back, and joining us is the aforementioned Dr. Nerly Duffy. Hi, Nerly. Hi, Tom. Uh, Hi, Terry. I'm uh, grateful to uh, be here. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're thankful you're here, too. I'm grateful. Yes. Uh, well, let's first expand on the idea that our daily dose of returning karma is an example of the mm. mercy of God. Mm. Sometimes it's hard to see it that way, but, <laughs> yeah. but really it is a mercy because sometimes we start to get off track. And it's merciful of God to bring us back on track, even if we have to have a little bit of pain coming back onto the right path. And really, God is loving us enough to let us know, hey, you're getting off track there and you need to start paying attention. And it stops you from actually getting further pain from getting way out of whack, if you will. Way, way out of way, whack. Way, way out of well, whack. Well, I, I, I'm reminded of a, um, I don't remember where this quote came from, but it had to do with the... Uh, personal accountability that we can mm-hmm. apply to situations mm-hmm. that occur to us. And that was, if you don't like what's going on, change your mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> change yeah. your mind. Yeah. Or another way of saying it is if, if you don't like what you see when you get up in the morning and look in the mirror, you can change it. Yeah. yeah. And that's we, the whole fantastic. We're powerful. Yeah. We're right. very powerful beings. <laughs> yep. You know, and gratitude is such a key. <clears throat> oh, boy, it really is. <laughs> we've made the point uh, many times mm-hmm. that balancing our karma is an essential ingredient in mm-hmm. ensuring our ascension. Uh, tell us, what are the basic conditions for achieving our ascensions? Well, you do need to balance your karma or debt to, no- to life, and you do need to come from a place within your heart where you're very balanced. You need to fulfill your divine plan because each of us has something really special that mm-hmm. we need to do in our lives. So... And, it's, and, and the interesting thing is it's not something that's so big that you think, I can't possibly do it. You actually ascend daily. Your thoughts, feelings, and daily deeds are all weighed up in the balance. So as you pass your tests each day, as you balance your karma each day, as you have a little victory each day, mm-hmm. that's the way you ascend. And ultimately, you need to get to the point where you've balanced 51% of all of the energy that's ever been given to you that you've misused in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's balancing that 51% of karma. That's why we just keep coming back to the word karma all the oh, time. All the time. Yeah. Well, and speaking of balancing it as conditions for the ascension, I think uh, balancing the threefold flame mm-hmm. is also one of the mm-hmm. conditions. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, you have within your spiritual center of the heart, the heart chakra, you have a flame, mm-hmm. a divine spark. And it has three plumes to it. It has the blue, the yellow, and the pink. The blue is power. The yellow is wisdom, the pink is love. So you need a little bit of those, uh, each of those. And they need to be, you can't just be all love, 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 and not have power <laughs> and wisdom. Right. You can't be so powerful that you just don't do things lovingly right. and why, in a wise way to others. So. Uh-huh. And you can't be so mental that you're just all the time wisdom, but you're not being loving and you're not being powerful at the same time. So it's a real balance. Yeah, right. well, and it's something we all need to do. Mm-hmm. And like, we, we kind of know where we're 
probably yeah, we do. falling down a bit. You know, our souls really know what yeah. the score is. And, right. and, and we, we, we each have a sense of, okay, I've really got to work hard on this particular thing. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and you mentioned knowing uh, what we have to do, you yeah. know, and once we truly understand what's at stake here, yeah. it's easy to feel that we'd like to get it done oh. as soon as possible. <laughs> but, you know, we mentioned in the early first segment that we are cautioned not to storm heaven. What exactly does that mean? Well, I can tell you an example. Um, uh, there was a lovely lady in our organization called Ruth Farnham. And Ruth thought, oh, that's great. Balanced karma. I'm, I'm up for it. You know, <laughs> give me all of my karma. Oh. And she asked for all her karma oh. to return. And she had one operation after another. She had illness. She had a total of 14 operations. Oh, my gosh. And Mark Prophet s- said to her, never do that. <laughs> you know, your, your own Holy Christ self will give you enough karma each day to balance. So the idea is just balance what's going on in your life right now. Uh-huh. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Take your time and do what you can each day. And then... You know, specifically, don't ask for more karma than you can handle in a given day. And that's why it says in the Bible, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Oh, and that's what it's referring yeah, to. Yeah, just, just, just enough karma for each day. Just deal with today. Wow. And you, and you look to the future mm-hmm. and you transmute the past, past, but you just stay, you know, right where you are in the present. Mm-hmm. And, and, and do what comes before you to be done. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it's been oh. said in the book of life, yeah. The the moment is already recorded when yeah. we will have achieved yeah. our ascension and we will have made that yeah. made the grade. And people don't realize that the ascension is the goal. You know, there is a goal yeah. of this life. You don't just like, oh well, I'll just do whatever today. You know, yes, you do whatever God brings to you today, but it's very specific. God will bring to you whatever karma you need to balance, the people you need to meet each day. It's very well organized up there. I mean, heaven just is not random. This is all in the computer of the mind of God. This is all figured out. You just have to go with it. So if you find yourself delayed in New York because, you know, the planes, you know, were trapped by the storm or whatever, you know, figure out that there might be a reason. Maybe God needs you there. Maybe you need to help someone. Or you're sitting well, next to someone on a plane, I mean, yeah. and, and there's a reason for that. There's right? a reason. Yeah. Well, and, and yet, too, we should point out that, that even though it's all in the in the mind yes. of God, it's not yeah. predestined because no, we have free will. Absolutely not. You know, we can... We can change it. Yeah. And if we see, see something that's that's coming, we can pray that the storm is not as bad as it's predicted to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And we see that many times. We see many times mitigation. And that's and the whole thing. The other thing, the other side of that is we can choose by our free will to dodge our karma. Yes. Up to a point. Up to a point. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's the gift of the violet flame, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it, it does help us to, to literally dodge. And, and God says sometimes, you know, I j- just give me a percentage. You know, in other words, if you have a bill that you have to pay back, sometimes, you know, you can make a payment arrangement and just say, <laughs> I give so much a day, you know, right. a month. Will that be okay? And then it gets to the point where God says, oh, look, you know, you've only got $10 left. You know, I'll just forgive that. And yeah. I think God's very merciful that way. Oh, yeah. Do you believe that practicing gratitude can actually accelerate the transmutation of our karma? I really think it can. I, I think it creates an open heart. Mm-hmm. It creates that feeling of expansion and possibility. And love and openness are really the keys. If we love, we fulfill all of the law. And I think you can have someone that's doing everything right. You can have somebody that's not doing maybe all of it right, but they're doing it with great love. And, Mm -hmm. you know, as you love, so much can be forgiven. So that attitude of gratitude that you were talking about, Terry, I think it's so, so important. I think it can accelerate the transmutation of our karma. Well, a lot is born by our intention. 
Mm. You know, it's what we intend. You know, well, I, I, I've got to go here because I'm sure that people out here listening are thinking about this too. And I know it's been in my mind off and on many different times when I've faced things that I didn't like. Uh, and that's it. It's probably human nature to feel that many of the misfortunes that happen to us are not our fault. You know, especially when we have no concept of previous cause, you know, namely karma. Mm-hmm. But we should also talk about reincarnation here, shouldn't we? I mean, as a way of understanding why some things happen to us. Right. And sometimes it's hard to follow that thread. You know, something can just come out of nowhere and you think, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And you may be looking at something that's, you know, due from Several way past back. lives, Several way back. Yeah. So we've said it before, but there are no accidents. There's no injustice in the universe. Things often happen for a reason. And if we can accept that, we'll be ahead of the game. You know that movie, you know, Pay It Forward? Sure, yeah. yeah. And, and I think you can send the violet flame ahead of you. And you can also observe those little things in life. A little kindness, a little gratitude, a little mercy, a little praise of someone can literally turn their whole day around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, many years ago, most references to karma and reincarnation that were once in the Bible were purposely removed. Can you tell us mm. why? <laughs> I think they were pretty threatening to orthodoxy at the time. If you have karma from a past life and you live again, you're going to be able to pay it off in your next life, if not in this life. And it gives you some space and time and energy to do that. It's very merciful. Mm-hmm. But it does not allow the church authorities or the religious leaders of the time mm-hmm. to have as much control over people's lives in this life. If they say, you know, okay, you've got to do everything right until the end of this life and then you ascend or then you graduate, um, it's a lot easier to sell the fire and brimstone concept of sure. hell and how you have to do this and this and this to get to heaven. So it's, it's, it's basically about power. And control, and with karma and reincarnation, the control goes back to the people. Uh, it's not so much the powers that be and, and the religious authorities and the well, church of the day. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. doesn't it make our ascension, our goal anyway, much more difficult if we don't have a clear concept of karma yeah. and reincarnation? Yeah, I mean, you can do it, but it's a lot harder if you don't even know that you have a thing called karma. I mean, just think of living your life, you know, saying, well, Jesus is going to do all for me at the end. It's a free ride, and I get to heaven. And unfortunately, many people do get a bit of a rude awakening when they get to the other side. And they say, <laughs> wait a minute. I thought I got a three ticket to heaven uh-huh. on Jesus' coattails. I was promised this. <laughs> and someone, a great spiritual guide, says, well, actually, you still have this bill to pay. I'm really sorry, but you better go back and take care of it. It wasn't a get-out-of-jail-free card. It wasn't card. a get-out-of-jail-free card. <laughs> So, and that and that makes sense. In oh, yeah, accountability totally. in a universe of freedom and justice and goodwill, it, 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 it makes it, sense. It yeah. does, but yeah. you know, and if you're not taught yeah. the reality of that, yeah. then of course you don't really know sometimes why things happen to you, and you tend to rail against it, no, feeling a victim. Yeah. When in fact, if you knew that you were the cause at some point in some lifetime, yeah. then you could at least go, okay, this is my yeah. load to carry. I'll carry yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that people are given a. Um, it's like a life sentence in a way yeah. that if you don't know what you don't know, yeah. then you can't make any progress. And that yeah. life becomes, well, not useless, but I think in some yeah. respects it could be used to a greater extent to yeah. advance the goal. It, it can. And, and that's the real reason why pure, people do go for the spiritual path because their souls know something's not adding up here. Yeah. I, I know there's certain things that I don't know that I need to know. And the biggest one I find that people... The big aha for them is karma and reincarnation. Yeah. And people have so many misconceptions about karma. You know, I'm going to return <laughs> as a 
cockroach oh, yeah. if I don't, you know, right. I mean, it's, it, it's not like that, you <laughs> it's know. It's not like and that. And karma is merciful. And, and, and if you can get into this attitude of gratitude where you graduate and you really understand the balancing of karma, it's pretty joyful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you recommend a good book or a multimedia product mm. to share with our listeners on the subject of karma and reincarnation? I have to pick one. Okay, well. my, my current favorite is <laughs> Nine Cats, Nine Lives. Fascinating lecture by Mrs. Prophet. She studies the past lives of some very famous people and how the thread of karma followed them through various lifetimes. Little book, Karma and Reincarnation, Pocket Guide, has the basics. If you're a bit more of a scholar, try Reincarnation, The Missing Link in Christianity. Everything you ever wanted to know. Wow. Yeah, so again, you know, um, reincarnation, the missing link in, yes. in, in Christianity. Karma incarnation, Karma and Reincarnation Pocket Guide. Yeah, it's one of our pocket guides. And these are available on Amazon, folks. You can go out there yes. and get them right now. Yeah. I'm not sure the multimedia, Nine Cats, Nine Lives. Is, is there? Maybe it, it is. It may be, but you can Google that. Yeah. Nine Cats, Nine Lives, Lives yeah. with Clare Prophet. You'll find it. And, um, yeah. Well, you know, I think that we are probably pushing up against our break right now. I think so. So let's go ahead and take that break. Uh, but don't go away, because when we return, we will continue our discussion with Narrowly Duffy on the importance of gratitude as a means of accelerating our ascension. Stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Well, thanks for staying with us, everyone. Um, we're back for more discussion with Nearly Duffy on the subject of gratitude. Now, before the last break, we were talking about some books that mm. we thought you might be interested in perhaps reading to mm-hmm. 
learn a little bit more about karma and reincarnation. Do you mind repeating the titles sure. of those two books at least? Sure. There's a little pocket guide called Karma and Reincarnation, which is just covering the basics with nice little stories and examples. Mm-hmm. And then if you're a bit more into the details, the specifics, everything you ever wanted to know, Reincarnation, the missing link in Christianity. That's great. Is, yeah. is an all-time classic. That's a good-sized book. Isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a weekend read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well... Um, I'm going to change um, hmm. the uh, tack here a little bit. Should we work with our Christ self to help mm-hmm. us instill the habit of gratitude? Or how about our guardian angel for that matter? Right. Well, your Christ self and your guardian angels know you the best. You have more than one guardian angel. And your holy Christ self is actually your chief guardian angel. So definitely ask your angels to help you, to prompt you, and to remind you to be grateful. Start with making a list. Think of all the things you're grateful for. Instead of counting sheep if you can't sleep, <laughs> count your blessings. <laughs> Practice makes perfect. And an affirmation thrown in here and there makes all the difference. You know, hear, O universe, I am grateful. Let God be magnified. Lord, I do give thee thanks for the abundance that is mine. Make up your own. Just yeah. use the name I am and your Holy Christ self. Well, and we heard Elizabeth Clare Prophet say in her excerpt, the lecture we heard <laughs> just a few minutes ago, praise God for everything Mm-hmm. That happens to us. Mm-hmm. Didn't say some things mm-hmm. or the selected things mm-hmm. that you want to, you know, perhaps prefer, but praise God for everything mm-hmm. that happens to us. I mean, that's a remarkable key, I think. Yeah. It really and is. And we have to remember those spiritual flat tires, you know. You think, well, why did that happen? Well, maybe it saved us <laughs> from the accident around the corner or the worst thing happening. And you know what? You can make a game of it with your kids. See if you can outdo one another. What are you grateful for today? Uh-huh. Well, Mom, I'm grateful for you. Well, I'm grateful for you. And aren't we glad that we've got a daddy and a grandmother? And, you know, yeah. You know, just, I, yeah. Have fun with it. I just reminded us something. This happened just the other day. I was on my way into town driving on the highway. And I was in a hurry. I was late. And a small little animal of some sort mm. just ran across my path. Mm. And I had to slow down mm. to to avoid hitting it. I didn't mm. want to run over it. Within a quarter of a mile, a mm. truck mm-hmm. went right across the highway. And wow. had I not stopped Stop the animal, that. it would have T-boned me. I mean, yeah. it would have been one of yeah. those things where we would have met in a very unfortunate way. Oh my God. So it was like, oh. We hear about that all God, the time. Thank you. I mean, and the... You know, so oh, being grateful right. for everything because you never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, as we've said on numerous occasions, many, if not most, of our life experiences and encounters are karmic in nature. So just how much of what we experience do, do you <laughs> estimate is actually oh, karmically related? <laughs> like 110%? <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously I don't know the real answer to that. We'll probably know when we get to the other side. But I think it's probably more than we know. I think it's a very high percentage. Yeah. Uh-huh. We know that where you work who you marry, what children you have, what you do each day, who you meet, what work comes across your desk, probably all of it is karmic. Mm-hmm. But best to look at it all as opportunities. Great, here's somebody crossing my path. How can <laughs> I make a difference? How can yeah. I help them this day? You know, I mentioned um, karma dodging back there a few minutes ago. And you know, it raises the question, is it possible to run out of opportunities to balance our karma? You know, for example, and, <laughs> got the answer to that one. well, I know you do. And, 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 and let's make it a two-part question. Yeah, right. Do we run out of opportunities maybe? And the other part is, what if someone we have karma with just refuses to make any effort to balance their karma with us or give us an opportunity to balance our karma with them? Okay, part one. Part one, okay. Um, there's more than enough <laughs> karma to go around. It's yeah. like mashed potatoes. It, it just <laughs> multiplies. So once you start 
once you've finished balancing your own karma, say if you go for the 100% and you balance it, mm. then you ha- start helping other people to balance their karma and you start balancing world karma. Oh boy. So that's the answer to that one. <laughs> what if somebody uh, refuses to make an effort? That's okay. Um, it doesn't depend on others. If they don't balance their karma with us, we can still balance our karma with them. Oh, that's good. To In know. other words, mm-hmm. we can clear up our side of the karmic ledger and we are free. Let me oh. give you an example from my life. There was somebody that God brought into my life, <laughs> clear across country. I had karma with this person. I recognized it right away. I helped to balance the karma with them. They didn't really understand what was going on, but once I'd helped them with a particular situation and then God moved them out of my life, mm-hmm. I said to them before they got on the plane, you know, there'll come a time when you will realize that you need to ask me for forgiveness and I won't be around to ask, but just know that I've already forgiven you. Oh. And what you can do is you can... Send it forward. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I like that. Well, you know, uh, we've spoken of this before, but it bears repeating. It's easier to balance karma here on Earth than it is from the ascended realm, right? I mean, yes, can it you is. explain that a little bit? Uh, it's easier down here because here is where, where we made our karma. Mm-hmm. We can actually meet people. We can touch them. We can mm-hmm. help them. Yeah. We can serve them. We can balance karma in a more specific and even in a general way. But in heaven, just remember, you get to heaven, you don't have a body through which to work. You're trying to talk to people, they can't hear you. Um, <laughs> wow. You know, you don't have a means yeah, to actually work with them. Unless you've done a project or left a book or left an endowment or left some way where they can still an- mm-hmm. interact with you from mm-hmm. beyond the, the veil. So you, the, the big deal is balance it here and now. Right. Balance as much as you can now because it's harder on the other side. Yeah. Well, you know, um, our focus today has been on cultivating the habit of being grateful for the opportunities we've been given to balance our karma. Um, is there a simple prayer that you might suggest or prayers, mm. you know, to give our listeners a- as a simple yet effective means of expressing gratitude? Well, I find the best thing is just to speak from your heart mm-hmm. and, and just say, Lord, my mighty I am presence, my holy Christ self. I'm so grateful for everything that you've given to me. I want to serve to set life free. Help me. Show me what I can do each day. Show me if there's more than I can do. And send to me the people that you want me to help. And I'll help them to the best of my ability. It's kind of like St. Francis mm-hmm. saying, Lord, you know, what would you have me do? Yeah, you know, and, and I realized, as I said, in some respects, it's kind of a loaded question because of what we've been talking about this entire hour has been to say thank you. Yes. And it doesn't take much more than that. I mean, no. Lord, thank you for this opportunity Judy. to learn yeah. Yeah. or to grow yeah. or, you know, thank you for this opportunity yeah. to help to accelerate, yeah. you know, and And you do ascension. it through me. You know, get let me get myself out of the way, and yeah. and why don't you act through me and show me, you know, what I need to do? And we don't have to ask him to supersize it. No, he doesn't <laughs> right? have to supersize it. No, no it's, it's enough. No, it's enough. C- can you share with us any examples from your own life that illustrate this <laughs> power of gratitude? Well, I had a big one about twelve years ago. I I um had the initiation, and the blessing in a way of developing breast cancer and at the time it was absolutely devastating didn't think of it as you know anything that i would ever want to happen but once i'd gone through the experience and even as i'm getting towards the end of it i realized i learned so much i changed so much i understood so much that i found it helped me to open my heart it helped me 
in ways that I could never have imagined, and I never would have imagined. And it sounds like a cliche, you know. Oh no! Well, it was it was just fan, you know. It was just the best thing. That loved every to moment me. of it, right? Yeah, not loved every moment <laughs> of it, but it actually was, in retrospect, the best thing that could yeah. have happened to me. It, it was a spiritual flat tire. Uh-huh. I needed to go through that experience to stop just going off the track. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you raised up one thing. Certainly, that sometimes we don't see the silver lining right away. I mean, it's pretty yeah. hard. You know, our, our human yeah. nature kind of gets in the way. But obviously, you had a situation. How long did you go through this whole? Well, it, it was twelve years. Um, I mean, the whole path of your the healing. whole the whole path of the healing. Well, it's kind of ongoing actually. Mm. But it, it was basically a year of treatment. It was surgery. It was chemotherapy. It was radiation. And even the surgery, uh, you know, Elizabeth Clare Prophet has said, you know, when you have a portion of your body removed, you know, maybe the the, mm-hmm. the cancer lump, it's like a very quick bouncing of karma. That whole lump is is basically a karmic lump, uh-huh. and it is removed, and it's a very quick way mm-hmm. of of removing a portion of karma and transmuting it. And you can actually offer that up. You can offer that portion up and say, you know, Mother Mary, use this, and however. Whichever way you can. Wow. The same as going through treatment. You know, you you learn so much. You know, I mean, they call us patients, yeah. but there's a reason because we have to be patient. We have to learn. We have to be kind. And I, I learned so much from my fellow patients. Oh, I'll bet. Uh, yeah. It was so unbelievable. And and the power of prayer. I mean, I think a big part of my being healed by the grace of God from the cancer was. You know, that people prayed for me and uplifted me in prayer. And I, I could feel their prayers, you know, just being lifted up on the wings of prayer. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of something that I hadn't really thought about much lately because I think it had more or less resolved it. But my youngest daughter had stage four lymphoma. Mm. And, um, after three surgeries and the chemo process was about midway through it, you know, it was playing out. Um, I, and I would be there for every yeah. one of the chemo sessions. I came in uh, one day and she had taken labels and put them on these, um, the tubing oh, going really? in her body. Yes. And one said gratitude. Yes. One said light. Oh, one yes. said love. And yes. I thought, um, I said, Mika, that's it. You, you have, yeah. you know, and she was just beaming because she had changed the nature of what it was from something that was, you know, seemingly, you know, pretty terrible. It was beautiful. Just well, beautiful. well, even the chemotherapy, I would, before it would go into my body, I would place my hands around it oh, and I yeah. would bless it and I'd say, I'm sending this chemotherapy into my body and it may only go to the cancer cells and it may only dissolve the cancer cells and the other cells have to be protected. And oh. so you send light into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking, can people kind of put two and two together? Like if they've got throat cancer they can, and they've been smoking, they can say to themselves, well, thank you, God, for showing me <laughs> what the cause of the this cause is of and, and, I can, and I can change course in my life. Mm. Yeah. That's absolutely true. And, and, and a little caveat there is, is sometimes you don't always know. And sometimes it may be that you have agreed to take on a karmic condition. You know, like yeah. a little child. Why would a little child get lymphoma? Okay, Indeed. you can talk about past lives, but you know, they haven't even, their karma isn't really due until they're age 12. So maybe she volunteered. Well, she was 19. Oh, well, she was 19. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. may, but maybe, you know, she volunteered to take that load on. Yeah. And to, you know, that, that's what adepts do. That's what Buddhas and Christ do. Well, yeah. And I, you know, I, I think we're getting close to the end of our program today. And I think that to put the today's program into a tidy little nutshell, we could probably say this. Welcome your karma when it comes because how you handle it will determine how rapidly you make progress on the road home. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you'd like to add before we end today? 
I think just that whole premise of just being grateful. Yeah. Hero universe, I am, I'm grateful. And just being grateful for everything that God sends you and sending praise to God. And it all comes back to you. It's yeah. liberating. It's truly liberating. Well, hero universe, we are we grateful, grateful. For, for all of you listening today, yes, too. We are. We're grateful for you out there listening to us join, who joined us today. We hope you find the subjects we share illuminating and helpful as you pursue your spiritual path. And we always welcome your comments, questions, and concerns. <laughs> Simply send them to us at webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. And please be sure to join us again. Yeah, and again, thank you, Dr. Duffy, for being with us. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Appreciate yes, it. And you. remember, everyone, that though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Have a blessed week, everyone. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.